Hi, I'm Lauren Clash-Schneider with Clash Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with Vi Higginson, playwright of Mama, I Want to Sing at El Museo's El Teatro. Welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. Well, now, I know that you're more than just the playwright, and we'll get to that in a bit. But Mama, I Want to Sing first appeared in... 1983 and is now returning for its 40th anniversary celebration. This classic black gospel musical is based on Mama V's sister, Doris Troy, and her journey to fulfilling her dream of becoming a singer. So it's a personal story that came from your own childhood household. Will you tell us a bit about your parents and your sister, Doris Troy? Wow, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Yes. My sister, Doris Troy, and my mom and dad, we live on a street in Harlem. It's 126th Street between Lenox and 7th Avenue. It's a half a block from the Apollo Theater and just down the street from Sylvia's Restaurant. Our family's been on this block for almost 100 years. And my father was a minister. He came from Barbados, and he came here for a better life. He was a minister at a church here in Harlem on 130th Street and Lenox Avenue. Mm-hmm. And my, I'm one of four children. My sister, Doris Troy, is the oldest, and she sang in the choir at the church. So we tell our family story of how She sang in the church and then went on to world stages. It's our story, but it's also um, a musical history story because we give the evolution of music coming from the church onto world stages by telling her story. So our show chronicles that evolution in Black American music and its contribution to the American musical landscape. It's, mm-hmm. it's African-American musical history. Mm-hmm. And is, James, is there a James Brown connection in your family? Well, I have to tell you that that time period of the Apollo Theater was when the likes of James Brown and Jackie Wilson and the Supremes. We're going back in time now. And so, yes, Doris Troy played on stages with people like James Brown. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, in 1983, with a baby on the way, you co-wrote, produced, and directed your now classic Black gospel musical, Mama, I Want to Sing. What gave you the guts to wear all three of those hats during that production for the whole Oh, my God. (laughs) Producing a show, being pregnant, (laughs) and having a full company, and making a classic was just beyond my imagination. But, you know, we have a sense of, It ain't nothing to it but to do it. You know, at some point, you just have to buckle down, suck it up, buttercup, and keep it going. And that's what we did. And that's where we ended up. And, of course, this show was written before my daughter was born, so little did I know that she would end up not only having a five-octave range, 
but also directing the show for its 40th anniversary. It's amazing. Yes, it's it's such a special full circle. Talk about her a little bit. And well, for I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit for the guts it took to do what you did when you did it and the success that you had with it. So I'm still wanting to give you an enormous amount of credit for that. And thank you for it. You have trailed, trail, blazed many trails. Tell us about your daughter. Oh, okay. So, yes. So my my daughter uh, was on the scene at a very early age, obviously. So at three months, she had a passport and we were off to Italy and Germany and Switzerland. And then she she was there in the car seat on the airplane <laughs> everywhere we went. She went. So she was absorbing and observing the music and the story the whole time. You see, in fact, I was told that I would never have any children. So she turns out to be my miracle child. And I guess she's here on purpose. Mm -hmm. And so as we traveled around the world, we began to notice that young people were not singing this music anymore. They were captivated by today's music which is all well and good. We believe in music, but we didn't want to lose the tradition mm -hmm. uh, or the history of our music and who we are and where we come from musically. So mm -hmm. my daughter went to a music school and they took some of the music out of this music school. It was crazy. Or oh, they weren't teaching the music, you know, of this culture. So we uh, hired our music masters and we began to train the young people in her class and they asked for more. And that's how we develop a curriculum at the Mama Foundation for the Arts. Because young people were coming in and couldn't even sing a whole gospel song all the way through. That was very troubling to me. Mm -hmm. So now we have the Mama Foundation for which she is the artistic director of the program. Our curriculum is now in Purchase College and in Dartmouth College. Mm -hmm. And she, in fact, is the music master in those places as well as local uh, schools, high schools, and junior high schools. So music, she's totally musically inclined. And um, and she became the director of this 40th anniversary. And it, when I look at her on that stage, telling people what to do and where to stand and how to sing and how to, ah, it's just like, oh my God, I guess this was on purpose. <laughs> This is a quote of yours from the New York Times that I love. All along, my daughter was thinking of the show's legacy. She wanted the next generation to become ambassadors of gospel, jazz, R&B, music, starting with her actually having performed on stage. And now she's sitting in the director's chair. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? I love it. It, yes, it, it really is. It, it touches me so, and mm. um, I'm I'm so glad that you brought up the Mama Foundation for the Arts, which of course is uh, um, masterful in how you have taken your personal family history, turned it into a musical, an international sensation that's forty years old now, recognized 
the historical value in what you were doing and create a curriculum out of your own personal life to some extent, your personal musical history that will then go on and on and on and on. It's really, really quite extraordinary. And well, I, thank I, you I, for those. Well, thank you for kind words. You know, I did. I grew up surrounded by music and uh, and the love of music. You know, here in Harlem, you know, the music came from the church and it was gospel. It came from the clubs. It was jazz. It came from the Apollo and it was R&B. And then, of course, there were street corner symphonies where there were doo-ops groups. So those are my musical memories and my love of Harlem and my love of New York and my love of African-American music and the people who made it. They are geniuses of mm -hmm. uh, the lyrics, the emotions and how you communicate in music and how you can change the mood. And the effect of music on the brain is so powerful. And mm -hmm. so that's why it's important that we preserve this history and this legacy. Mm -hmm. Understanding that this is also quite a family affair. Your husband's been heavily involved as a creative partner and collaborator of your family story since the beginning. Well, clearly that wasn't just nepotism. How does your partnership work? Oh, thank you for asking that. We wouldn't be here. We wouldn't have this legacy if he, in fact, didn't recognize it as something as important as we thought. Mm -hmm. So we were together as a team. We wrote it. We produced it. We directed it in the way that the vision came. It happened on a beach in Jamaica, just talking about the family, the history, working on the radio at WVLS, being the first woman in New York primetime radio. And that and that's how we were able to craft our story and tell it. And he, of course, is the one with the master's degree in theater. Mm -hmm. And he, of course, is a published author. So we were able to uh, combine our skill sets so that we were able to uh, make Mama, I Want to Sing, and you should know we have 17 other musicals mm -hmm. that we do. All we're looking for is a home to put them all in <laughs> because <laughs> Mama, I Want to Sing is a trilogy. It's uh, Mama, I Want to Sing, Sing Mama Too, and Born to Sing. Yeah, all of which have received uh, acclaim and audiences. Mm-hmm. The original production played at what at the time was the Hexer Theater, now El Teatro. Teatro. What's mm. it like now visiting and being in and having another home away from home 40 years later? It, it's emotional and it's joyful and it's painful and it's nostalgic. You know, we played that theater for eight years. And before we were forced to leave and we then went on the road for two and a half years in Europe and Japan. But going back after all these times, the nooks and crannies, the backstage, the pit, the green room, you know, the memories just pour in. And then the desire to have a home again. We need a home to continue our work and our expression. And, you know, you said, oh, God. This was our home for eight years. 
and then and now we're here uh, to complete the run. We will be finishing in March on March 12th. But you feel like you want more. <laughs> I want more or a more of the theater or more of another theater. That's what it feels like. OK, we know how to do this and we satisfy audiences. And that's why we want more. We don't want to stop now. No, it's too soon to stop. Well, first off, I want to thank you. The ancestors are smiling. (laughs) Thank you for saying that. The future is bright with your daughter as the artistic director of the Mama Foundation for the Arts, the history of the music and the music, of course, will live on. And you are so inspirational and important in making all of that happen. And I thank you. And thank you for sharing your audience with me. Thank you. I'm Lauren Klaas Schneider with Vi Higginson, playwright and so much more of Mama, I Want to Sing at El Museo's El Teatro. Thank you.